to another episode of Spanish Answers. Happy April Fool's Day! So, in honor of the day, instead of publishing this on Monday like I normally do, I skipped the day, and now we are publishing it the day after. I know, it's a little bit of a lame April Fool's Day joke. Ah, well, most of them are. So, uh, it is also officially spring now, so I've gotten a new mug in honor of the occasion, which I am, it just pleases my soul, this mug. Anyways, so, happy spring, everyone. I know that we're all, at least those of us in the part of the U.S. that are, have winter, we're very excited for the spring to come and the warm weather. Uh, anyways, uh, today we are going to be talking about, in, again, the vein of April Fools, we're going to be talking about chistes, jokes, calambures, puns, and trabalenguas, or tongue twisters. So, today's episode's all about having fun. It's going to be a little cheesy, but we'll get through it. Alright, ready? Vamanos! Vale. Alright, so we're going to start off with trabalenguas, or tongue twisters. So, trabalenguas, T-R-A-B-A-L-E-N-G-U-A-S, trabalenguas. They uh, make your tongue work, so to speak. Now, while I was researching for this episode, I found some helpful trabalenguas on speakinglatino.com and on FluentU. Now, FluentU actually has a whole blog post dedicated to these, and they even have a detailed method of how to prepare yourself to use them to help you improve your pronunciation. So I didn't realize that you could use tongue twisters that way, but that's actually a really fun and cool learning tip. So I have, of course, included all of my resources at the end of, if you're watching this on YouTube, the PowerPoint, but I've also included it in the show notes as well for both the YouTube video and the podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. I thought we'd try some that help you with your R or your R sound. So R con R cigarro, R con R barril, rápido corren los carros, cargados de azúcar del ferrocarril. Now, if you are listening to this on the podcast, I will put these in the show notes because it is ridiculously hard to um, get all of that if you can't read the, the words. So, a translation of this is R with R cigar, R with R barrel, quickly run the carriages laden with the trained sugar. So, it's the idea of like a, a railroad car with all of their supplies going down the track. But, R con R cigarro, R con R barril, rápido corren los carros, cargados de azúcar del ferrocarril. Holy cow. Alright, and then we've got tres tristes tigres tragaban trigo en un trigal en tres tristes trastos en tres tristes trastos tragaban trigo tres tristes tigres. So that's more of that TR sound, but it's like three sad tigers were swallowing wheat in a wheat field in three meager containers. In three meager containers were swallowing wheat three sad tigers. Alright, so tres tristes tigres Tragaban trigo en un trigal en tres tristes trastos. En tres tristes trastos, tragaban trigo tres tristes tigres. So in Spanish, 
the way that you pronounce your TR is different than how you'd say it in English. So in English, we would say like try and your tongue, if you feel it when you say that word, it's all the way back there at the top of your mouth at that hard palate up above. So it goes try. Your T sound is way back there. When you say this in Spanish, tres tristes, your tongue is really touching the back of your teeth. Tres tristes tigres tragaban trigo en un trigal. En tres tristes trastos, en tres tristes trastos tragaban trigo tres tristes tigres. Oh, that is hard. Okay, and then let's do the ñ sound. Ñoño yañez come ñame en las mañanas con el niño. So the dimwit yañez eats yam in the mornings with the boy. Ñoño yañez come ñame en las mañanas con el niño. I don't know if I can say that really fast. That, that hurts my mouth. Ñoño yañez como come ñame en las mañanas con el niño. Ñoño yañez come ñame. Nope, nope, no, I cannot. All right. Uh, if you enjoy watching people trying to say trabalenguas really quickly, speakinglatino.com has some videos that you can watch of the, a native and a non-native speaker both trying to say some of these. So there's some more fun resources for you. All right, let's try the P and the C sound, pe and se. So Pablito clavo un clavito en la calva de un calvito. En la calva de un calvito, un clavito clavo Pablito. So little Pablo nailed a little nail in the bald spot of a little bald man. In the bald spot of a little bald man, a little nail nailed little Pablo. What a charming little child Pablito is. So Pablito clavo un clavito en la calva de un calvito. En la calva de un calvito, un clavito clavo Pablito. That one doesn't hurt my mouth as bad. It's just kind of like a nice fun rhythm. So there's one to just try for fun. Let's go on to calumbres. So puns. Fluent U also has another blog on like 11 what they call dad jokes. I'm sure we all know what those are. So here are three of the puns from there. So it begins with ¿Cuál es el vino más amargo? What's the most bitter wine? ¿Cuál es el vino más amargo? Vino mi suegra. When my mother-in-law came to town. Vino mi suegra. Now, in Spanish culture, they definitely enjoy making mother-in-law jokes. Like, you think we make them here in the U.S.? Oh, no. No, no, no. Spanish culture, it's a, it's a big thing. So, the play here is on the words vino and vino. So, vino, el vino, is wine. But, vino is the past tense for, like, he or she of venir to come. So, ¿cuál es el vino más amargo? Vino mi suegra. Just a side note, I love my mother-in-law. I love when she comes to town. This is not to her. All right. ¿Cómo llama el vaquero a su hija? How does the cowboy call to his daughter? ¿Cómo llama el vaquero a su hija? Hija! Hija, daughter, obviously. So, there is the play on words on yeeha, like a cowboy calls out. So, ¿Cómo llama el vaquero a su hija? Yeeha! That was a little awkward. Alright, moving on. Un tipo y una mujer en la playa. A man and a woman on the beach. ¿Y usted? ¿No nada nada? You aren't going to swim at all? No traje traje. I didn't bring my swimming suit. So, this is a play on two different verbs. Nadar and nada, right? Nada means nothing, but when you add it in this tense, it means at all. And nadar 
right? You conjugate it for usted, so it's nada. So, y usted, no nada nada, you aren't going to swim at all. And traer, the conjugation for I is traje, so I bring, traje. No traje, my swimming suit, traje, which also is my swimming suit. So, no traje, traje, I didn't bring my swimming suit. Now, they also have different kinds of puns, which we'll get into now. When I was researching this, I wanted to make sure that I got the correct word for pun. And in wordreference.com, which I absolutely love, 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 love wordreference.com, they also had albur as an option for the translation. Thankfully, I did a little bit more searching, and albur is not exactly a pun. So I wanted to just point that out here in case anyone else ran into that. Albur, at least according to Wikipedia, which we all know is such a great trustworthy source all the time, so take it with a bit of salt, but according to Wikipedia, albures are double entendres, so they've got double meanings, and they're usually with sexual connotations. So they are, uh, it kind of seems like they're almost like a sport, based on what I was reading, but they're not the same thing as what we think of when we think of puns in the U.S., they are more like double entendres. Just getting that out there. Moving on to some more calambures. Now these types of calambures are a little bit different. So they've got, it's basically all in how you say it, right? So they have a sentence in Spanish that you say and depending on how you say it can change the meaning. So for example, you have el pan está hablando, which sounds very much like el pan está hablando. El pan está hablando. El pan está hablando. So the first sentence is the bread is talking. El pan está hablando. But if you say it quickly and the A and the H A sound, right, because H doesn't really make a sound, they kind of combine so it becomes el pan está hablando. And the bread is soft. And sometimes you can do funny things like todo porque rías, all because you laugh. If you say it quick enough, todo porque rías. It sounds like you're saying all is trash. Todo porque rías. So all because you laugh. Todo porque rías. Say it quick enough. Todo porque rías. All is trash. Very different meanings. Or you've got one that seems to be more of a classic. Yo loco loco y ella loquita. I crazy crazy and she's slightly crazy. We're going to ignore the horrible grammar of that one because for the sake of the pun. But... If you say it fast, it sounds like you're saying, yo loco loco y ella loquita. I put it on and she takes it off. So, yo loco loco y ella loquita. Yo loco loco y ella loquita. <sighs> All right, and then the one that I thought was hilarious, but perhaps some might not, is Ave, Caesar de Roma. So, I believe that's Hail, Caesar of Rome. Ave, Caesar de Roma. But if you say it correctly, it sounds like you're saying a veces arde Roma, which is sometimes Rome burns. <laughs> oh, that one's so bad. All right. All of you history buffs are laughing. The rest of you, never mind. All right. So, ave, Caesar de Roma. Hail, Caesar of Rome. A veces arde Roma. Sometimes Rome burns. Oh, dear. All right, so let's go on to some chistes. 
So I got these chistes out of a book I found at a used bookstore. The book is called Risitas y Carcajadas para Niños. And it's an adorable little book, but it is a book of jokes for kids. So while these jokes are kind of funny, they are a little bit cheesy. Anyways, let's go ahead. The first one is Pepito le dice muy orgulloso a su papá. Papá, en la escuela la maestra hizo una pregunta y fui el único que levantó la mano. Muy bien, hijo. ¿Y qué pregunto? ¿Quién lo hizo la tarea? So, Pepito told his father very proudly, Daddy, at school the teacher asked a question and I was the only one who raised my hand. Very good, son. And what did she ask? Who didn't do the homework? I love it. So, Pepito le dice muy orgulloso a su papá. Papá, en la escuela la maestra hizo una pregunta y fui el único que levantó la mano. Muy bien, hijo. ¿Y qué pregunto? ¿Quién no hizo la tarea? Están dos panes en el horno y uno dice al otro, Oye, ¿qué calor hace aquí, no crees? El otro, sorprendido, exclamó, ¡Caramba! ¡Un pan que habla! This is very similar. We have this in English. But there are two bread loaves in the oven, and one says to the other, Hey, it's pretty hot in here, don't you think? And the other, surprised, exclaims, Holy cow! Talking bread! Están dos panes en el horno, y uno dice al otro, Oye, ¿qué calor hace aquí, no crees? El otro, sorprendido, exclamó, ¡Caramba! ¡Un pan que habla! So this one, you'll notice it says, no crees? This is something that I have heard a lot from my Mexican friends. So I don't know if it is something that they use as, well, in English we have these words that they're not really filler words. They're just kind of like, you know, don't you agree? Don't you think? Like, you know. And no crees is exactly like that. So I don't know if it's a thing in all Spanish speaking countries. Definitely leave that in the comments. Let me know what you think. But I've heard it a lot from my Mexican friends. That is all that I have for today. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, whichever one you do, however you get these episodes. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like me to discuss, please send them to me at contact at languageanswers.com. That's contact at languageanswers.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube video or to the podcast. And if you liked it, go ahead and click like or go ahead and leave me a review. I always appreciate those. This episode was brought to you by Language Answers LTD, and you can find them at www.languageanswers.com. That's www.languageanswers.com. You can also find them through the YouTube channels, the Spanish Answers, of course, and Respuestas Inglesas. They're also on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also find them on their Facebook page, Twitter account, and LinkedIn. Alright, well I hope that today's episode was enjoyable and fun for you, despite how cheesy it sometimes got. And also, I forgot that those of you listening to audio, that comment earlier about my mug probably made no sense. So, just a brief context comment. The Normally when I record these videos for the YouTube channels, I always have a mug in my hand at the beginning and end. And this is trade secret so that I don't move around a ton while I'm vi uh, recording these videos. But up until now, I've always had a Santa's Village mug, which is super adorable and it's got like Coco Cafe on it. But now in honor of spring, I have one that's got like cherry blossoms all over it.
and it's kind of like pink and white. So, uh, the mugs, like I said, they please my soul. Well, I will see you guys in two weeks. I hope that the time goes by wonderfully for you, as always, and continue practicing. All right? Hasta luego!